waiting for you. My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. Nothing good is born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. Hey, this is Nate from Tonic Pop, and today I want to review WW84 Wonder Woman. 84 Wonder Woman 1984 this was apparently given a stylistic rendering that would tribute the Richard Donner Superman films or at least that is what director Patty Jenkins declared she was inspired by the 1978 Superman WW84 is the sequel to 2017's Wonder Woman and a prequel you could say to the Batman v Superman and Justice League films don't think too hard on that though because this film stuffs up quite a bit of the continuity through to those films actually there were some stapling moments, such as Hans Zimmer using or reusing Beautiful Lie, which you can hear played in poignant moments across the DCEU. Uh, Dino working at Smithsonian, that's another consistency. But remember how Bruce Wayne had to dig for evidence on superhuman or metahuman, um, on a metahuman, sorry, who hadn't been seen to show her powers since World War One. I'm pretty sure what happened and... Diana's role in what happened in 1984 when Ben Affleck was 12 would have been historically resounding news. Anyway, put that to the side. WW84 has just been released this past Christmas in theaters and on HBO Max. Its box office opening weekend was the biggest since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Sorry, Tenet. Our family with three kids, 10, 14, 16, never mind what age I am or my wife is, we went to watch it on Boxing Day. I suppose if we had actually seen it in 1984, we would have walked out excitedly over-talking each other um, about what we had just witnessed. And it's not a far stretch to say that this could have been made in 1984, or at least it seems so. Is that a bad thing? Not necessarily. But did watching it in a theater lift the experience beyond what maybe our American friends or others that aren't enjoying theaters at the moment? just watching it on HBO, what they got to enjoy on their smaller screens, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure, but I can imagine myself as a nine-year-old kid in, uh, where was I, in 84, Tonga. I can imagine going down to the video store, which was really someone's house that had hundreds of pirated VHS films on the shelves, and taking home a copy of WW84. And actually, it wouldn't have been called WW84 if it was made in 84, would it? What would it have been called? Just Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman Part 2, I guess. Um, anyway, 
So I can imagine getting that VHS and while eating our hollowed out bread with ice cream in it and drinking lemani. Yes, that was a real thing. True memory. And, and, and watching it on our smaller screen and really enjoying it. Instead, we were watching Rad and Karate Kid or something. But mind you, films used to take far longer to come out and reach VHS than they do now to reach streaming. So one, I'm trying to think of what we would have been watching in 84. Because it would have been what came out in 84. It would have been something that came out in 82, I guess. Or 83 if we were lucky. Whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. Sometimes the pirates used to have really good connections. So they got the uh, theater films pretty quickly. That aside, Gal Gadot. Man, she has really grown into her role. I think she was okay initially, but she could have easily been replaced without much fuss early on, if it was done early, and we would have forgotten about her, as opposed to, say, someone like Robert Downey Jr., who was immediately Tony Stark, or Momoa, who, even in breaking with the traditional look of Aquaman, was immediately noted as the right choice to play Aquaman, to play the Atlantean. I know I'm mixing up my universes here, but what I'm saying is that Godot was a good choice, a solid choice, but she has now cemented herself as the only choice. I feel like DC has had a harder time settling on their actors, Batman, Superman, Joker, but Godot is it. She is done, settled, locked in. This is despite my initial reservations, too lanky, too model-like, not Amazonian enough, whatever. She's done it, she's got it, she's solid, she's grown into the skin, it fits well leave her alone the color rich ww84 it starts with a bang a fun bang fun bangs um we find us sorry that's bad we find ww using her superpowers with confidence and enjoying her abilities spider-man iron man these are other characters that tend to do this in the marvel world and it is really fun to see a dc character enjoying herself in a way that i reckon most of us would if we were endowed with such abilities i might just pull out a few talking points and then do a summary. Uh, WW brings out the iconic lasso more than she did in past films. It was almost like a middle finger to the threads calling it a silly weapon. Again, without wanting to draw too much comparison between comic franchises, Marvel did that with a cap shield rather than shy away from it. Comic fans want to see respect for the icons and I feel that this was done here even if it got a bit silly with the ride the lightning scene which by the way I think was a perfect but missed opportunity to play Metallica's Ride the Lightning. Patty, you missed it. Some icons need not be included though, and for example, the film's attempt to tip its hat to Wonder Woman's invisible jet was really lame. The kind of um, prologue where a child diner races against fully grown Amazonian warriors and essentially beats him, it was unnecessary. It was a bit silly. Um, I get what they were trying to do, but it could have been chopped without loss. The movie was already a bit bloated, so that one could have gone. The 80s. The 80s setting. It didn't seem to be decided on for any reason other than fun visual effect. Now, I'm sure the director will say otherwise, and she can give you a list of reasons why she said it in 84 beyond just the visual effect, but that's what it seemed. It seemed like the story could have fit into any time in modern history. The main characters. Fairly early on, we are introduced to who we assume, thanks to the trailers, will become the film's main antagonist, Barbara Minerva, played by Kirsten Wigg. Barb is a fumbling, bumbling, but we believe intelligent newcomer to the Smithsonian. 
She's victimized by her co-workers and the men are such jerks that when she drops her files in a well-used trope, not one dude offers to help because yeah, men in the 80s were complete dirtbags apparently. Even the enlightened ones, the ones working at the world's largest museum, education and research complex. It's okay though because in a tell me about it stirred moment of Sandy Olsen from Grease makeover inspiration she transforms herself into an attractive woman and now all the scumbag dudes like her and they fall all over themselves to bring her coffee. It may not have been a Grease inspired moment though a magical ancient stone might have had something to do with it. Her character arc was super speedy, mild mannered, nice girl to fairy evil monster. It was... A bad year for America because around the same time in 1984 in a town called Kingston Falls a similar situation was occurring when a cute little critter called the Mogwai got wet. You can learn more about that story on our Kind of Christmas Movies episode. Go back and find it. Check it out. Let us know what you think. The assumption that Barb would become the main antagonist was wrong. Unfortunately, this to me was one of the biggest disappointments. The cheetah in comics is considered to be Wonder Woman's arch enemy. Depending on the iteration, she can be really brutal. We got a lot of Barbara Minerva, but not enough Cheetah, in my opinion. It seemed that she was just there to give Wonder Woman a decent fighting scene because the main bad guy wouldn't have put up much of a physical fight. He was just there to be a real boy version, a megalomaniac version of the Zoltar machine from Big. Make your dreams come true, I'll make them come true, but the consequences beware. That was Maxwell Lord played by Pedro Pascal of Game of Thrones and Narcos and recently um, Mandalorian fame. He acted well, he's a good actor, even if the part was a bit naff. The character could be called a loose interpretation of the comic book character and when I say loose I mean I wouldn't have him tie my bungee cord. Alas. We can't always get preciseness when time is a factor as it is with films that have to be condensed. Mind you, this was a bloody long film, so was time really a factor? Of course it was, but not so much that we couldn't have had a little bit more from Maxwell. Back to the stone. In case you were wondering, the power of the stone resurrected Steve Trevor, played by Chris Pine. Kind of. He walked around in somebody else's body, which Diana somehow didn't find disturbing in the slightest. I guess she had it so bad for this guy that after 60 odd years of not getting over him, she was willing to accept his personality in anybody's frame. Don't worry though, after the initial rushed half explanation, the film audience see the Chris Pine image for the remainder of the film. Now I'm not sure what happened to the spirit, soul, mind, whatever the body's original owner during this phase. An end scene allows you to believe he wasn't conscious, so what the hell happened to him? So weird, ah. I don't know, it was just trippy. I'm glad though that he wasn't approached in the street by family or friends who recognized him because that would have been awkward, right? I wonder if his mates put out a missing persons report that wasn't covered. I hope he didn't get five for not showing up to work. There are ethical dilemmas here. Did Wonder Woman have her way with him without consent? Hmm. To be honest, Steve needed to come back because what is a superhero movie without at least one Chris in it? It also gave the film an opportunity to bring in the good old fish out of water element which is quite fun and is always welcome and also trying on different fashion montage fresh to be fair the love connection was the most human element of the film and despite feeling like a forced setup it was naturally acted and gave gal gadot an opportunity to act out a range of emotions and i can feel or i feel that i can now consider her to be a good actor if not a great actor Chris Pine is good value too. 
Of course he is. Always is. Action scenes, they were good with moments of greatness. But they also had these little moments of what the in a bad way. So car chases slash car battles are obligatory in action films now. Paddy went with a tank truck metahuman chase. And that was a great action moment overall. But as an example of a bad what the moment, Wonder Woman did this um, weird running and jumping over flipping vehicles thing, which could have looked cool, but I swear I could see strings or at least imagine them. You could feel like you could easily imagine them. She looked like a marionette. Her cadence was wacky. The highly anticipated battle between our girl Wonder and the cheetah was forgettable, I think. I can't remember. It was set in the dark, uh, which is a common trick when wanting to keep average CGI in the shadows. Wonder Woman's fighting style is fluid and graceful and really suits her personality. It works, but I would love to see more moments of raw, ugly, aggressive power. Anyway, I banged on enough. I did like it. I just had hopes that I would love it. The branded feminism, I'm okay with that. I want my daughters to see big screen heroines, even fantastical ones. It could have been a little less superficial, but whatever. Unlike Batman and the Joker, I'm going to say that Gal has secured this part for years. She will be the DC equivalent of Hugh Jackman, I hope. Wonder Woman 84. Imagine you're a kid going to watch it in the 80s and you'll be fine. I give it 8.4 out of 12 stars. My name is Nate Hammond. You've been listening to Tonic Pop. Thank you for joining me. In your satin tights, fighting for your rights, and the old red, white, and blue. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Now the world is ready for you. Hawk and Dove, stop a war with love.